Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. Do you ever ask, how am I showing up to the people that I'm called to serve? Or am I presenting myself in a way that attracts those that God wants me to serve? It may be something you've never thought about before. In this episode, this is part two with Carrie Lehman. She's the founder of Savvy Bohem Skincare and the Made to Become Vision Building course. She's passionate about building beauty brands and beautiful people and helping people take their passion and core values and find a vehicle perfectly suited to carry them all. Listen in to learn the importance of knowing who you are to discover your inner and outer beauty, and how that can attract those that God has called you to serve. If you missed part one, go back to the previous episode number 31 first and listen in to learn the purpose of preeminent beauty and using attraction and desire to bring glory to the Lord. But before we dig in today's episode, I want to make sure you know about a unique once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for inner healing. I'm currently attending a powerful and intensive prophetic heart healing training program, and in order to complete my mentorship hours, I am booking 24 sessions for free. So what is heart healing and who needs it? This is a quote from John and Mark Stanford from Charisma Magazine. It says, Inner healing is actually the application of the crucified and resurrected life of Jesus Christ and his blood to those parts of my heart and yours that did not fully, quote unquote, get the message when we first received Jesus as Savior. Because some areas deep in our hearts have not believed and accepted the good news of our death and rebirth in him, the fullness of his work has not yet happened for us. So heart healing is really just getting access to the full benefits of what Jesus paid for on the cross. Healing and becoming whole is a process. We don't train for the battle in times of war, but we train in times of peace. Don't wait until things get really bad to learn how to connect with the Lord and receive his healing. This is not an issue of whether we're saved or not because salvation is a free gift. Okay, working out our salvation is very different from working for our salvation. But inner healing is a tool that we can use to partner with the Holy Spirit to renew our minds, to step into breakthrough and freedom. Why? So that we can love the Lord with our whole heart, whole mind, whole strength, and soul. The Lord is after the whole heart in connection and relationship with Him. And prophetic heart healing is about creating space for the Lord to meet with the parts of us that desperately need that complete healing that only He can bring so we can live from our whole hearts. You can book your personal session at calendly.com forward slash healthy whole mom. But remember to book fast. I'm only doing 24 sessions for free. We already have four of them booked. And then from there on out, once they're gone, they're gone and sessions will be offered at full price. Welcome to the Covered Beloved podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy whole mom God created you to be, because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in.
So good. Okay. So how do we embrace this outer beauty, right? We know that the purpose of it now, uh, how do we embrace that without being consumed or narcissistic? Mm -hmm. Yep. So I think just moving to the understanding, once you can understand the purpose of preeminent beauty, when you understand the whole point of beauty is to say, come here, I have something deeper for you to see, then you take yourself out of it. So we adulterate beauty because we look at it on the surface and we're like, we do one of two things. We either say, I want to be really beautiful because I want people to look at me full stop. That's the tender. It's like that once that burnt people look at you and then they either use you, you know, or you allow them to use you or they dismiss it one or the other. It didn't serve a purpose. Either way, it didn't serve a purpose. And we take something that has great value and we add something cheaper to it that's adulterating it and it loses its value. Okay. So you're like, I don't, really worry about being beautiful on the outside because I don't want to be narcissistic or I don't want to be superficial or whatever. It's like, no, no, you need to be beautiful on the outside because the person in, and it's true, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The people that you are called to serve will be attracted to you based on your packaging, your presentation. And when I say beauty, I'm not saying, you know, go get enhancements and, you know, whatever. You can do that if you want. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about when you get ready in the morning, you say, Lord, this is yours. This is your glory. This is your body. What do we look like today? What are we wearing today? You know, the people that I'm called to serve, what are they going to be attracted to? And you present that. And when you do, the people who you're called to serve, this is how you get it in harmony with your great vision. So for me, for example, my great vision is for my whole entire life is to enter the kingdom of heaven on earth and to hold the door open for others to enter as well. People who do not want to go into the kingdom don't look at me. I don't dress the way they would be attracted. I don't, you know, this is not disparaging in any way. I'm just saying, I always like to think about those, uh, the housewives of whatever, you know, the real housewives of whatever county, you know, whatever. Those women are not attracted to me because I don't present that kind of packaging. Those people are not attracted to me because that's not my field. That's not my realm. So I present myself to the type of people that I'm called to serve. It's like, who wants to come into the kingdom? What do you look, how, how's your presentation? That's the people that I'm going to attract. So when we look at it from that perspective, you don't have to worry about being narcissistic. You're like, no, I'm getting dressed to go serve my people. There's an expression that says, submit to God, serve man and subdue the enemy. And that's what we do. So you submit to God and you say, God, what are we wearing today? God, how, how's the hair going to go today? I, what lipstick color, or I'm just making stuff up, you know, just like what kind of vehicle do we need to show up in today? And the Lord will tell you, and then you show up with excellence. You show that package needs to be excellent because that's going to draw attention. It's going to attract the people you're called to serve. And it really takes the focus off of you and puts the focus on what am I trying to say? What message am I trying to say to these people? Yeah, that's good. And I think people can be, I'm glad you shared all that you did because I think sometimes we can be a little hesitant to put ourselves out there in that way of attracting other people that we're meant to serve because we've gotten hurt in the past before, you know? Yeah. And so there's that, that maybe tendency to uh, hide. Yeah. 
And mm-hmm. so it is like you were sharing earlier in your story, just going back and rebuilding those foundations. So you can step out in boldness with all that God has given you, all that he's gifted you and to attract those, right. That he's wanting to put in your path. So how can beauty lead me to my divine calling? Is that just the goal of it then to attract those who are meant to serve mm-hmm. earth or more to it? Yeah, I would say that that's, you know, there's probably twofold. So I would say, you know, one is it's to attract those that you're called to serve, but also looking within your own family. I have nieces, I have long hair, I've had long hair for a long, long time. And I have these nieces that have always been drawn to me when they were real little, they were always drawn to me because I looked like I had the hair that their dolls, all of their dolls had, you know? And so they would always say, oh, I got my Carrie doll. And that was the bait that I used to draw them in, you know, so to speak. And then they go deeper and they get to see the heart. They get to see how I took care of them and were, you know, was kind and compassionate to them. And to this day, I have a really great relationship with all of my nieces and my nephew. And of course, you know, then with my children and my husband, it's like, you know, what does my husband like? What's the presentation that he likes? And my kids, you know, the kind of the same, it's like my daughter, especially, you know, my daughter's like, Ooh, mama, you know, you should wear that outfit just on the outside. You should, you should do this, or you should do that. It's so much about just presenting, not just to your field of favor, like the work you're called to do outside of your home, but also within your home. And ultimately I feel like the way that I see it is like a brand. My skincare company, when you look at the brand, you see me. I'm not the brand. I mean, I don't say I'm Savvy Bohem. I say Savvy Bohem, that's me. That, that's a reflection. When you go to my website, let's pretend like, you know, that's an outer packaging. When you go to my website and you look at it, you can see my heart. It's all over the page because I created that. I made that. And I dare say that for any entrepreneur who has a personal brand, you know, or I say personal, I mean, like just has a brand, not like a a corporation, but just a regular, a small business or an entrepreneur. When you look at their brand, you can see them. It's a reflection of who they are because it's, it came from out of them. It flows out from the heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So one last question just as we wrap this up here, but what if someone doesn't feel beautiful? What if I don't feel beautiful? What do I do? Mm -hmm. Good question. So I would say, find out first who your identity is. Like, who are you? Because a lot of times we don't feel beautiful because we don't know who we are. We're trying to mimic someone else. You know, we're trying to pick up the branding, the personal branding or the the packaging or whatever of someone else, whether it's the tinder or the kindling, you know, the tinder, that outward, or whether it's the kindling I remember I knew a girl whose parents both abandoned her and she was all things to both parents. One parent wanted a son and she was the son she never had. And so she, when she was around her mom, she would dress up like a boy and just be real tomboyish. And it was not who she was. And then when she was around her dad, her dad was into like, you know, music and rock star kind of stuff. And she would wear the leather and the always like, she's neither. As she grew older, she gave up those things. And then she found out who she was in the Lord. And now she is all her. I mean, like she's not anything at all. Like either one of those things, I can look at things. I can go out in places and I would say she would love that because it looks like her, you know? So I would say knowing who you are, and if you don't know who you are, 
all you have to do to ask the, you know, to find out who you are is just you ask the Lord and then you start looking at your heart and you say, what do I love? What makes me excited? What are my passions? What are the things that I love to do? What are the things I like? What captivates my attention? You just dig into those things and then you say what God said about you. I think that that really helps us to become beautiful. I will say this, my mom, and she doesn't mind if I tell this, but my mom grew up in a very dysfunctional home and she got away as soon as she could as a teenager. But but before that, the damage, the paradigm that she was taught was it was not safe to be pretty. You don't want to be attractive. You did not want to be attractive in her family because the ones that caught attention were the ones that got problems, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so she hid all the time and now, and she's beautiful. My mom is so pretty and she was a knockout in her days, you know, in her early days and she never knew it ever. And we were talking about this uh, last month actually. And she said, you know, I've just never paid attention and she didn't, she never paid attention to beauty ever outward beauty. I mean, nothing at all. She would in fact get away from it, you know, even though she's, she was beautiful, but she was like, no, I'm not going to do my hair. I'm not going to, oh, I don't want a massage. I don't want to get my nail. That's all vain. That was the behavior of the paradigm that guided her regarding beauty. And now here she is 67 and she's like, oh, I think I want to be beautiful. And she still (laughs) is, you know, but it's like pushing it so far away because it wasn't safe, but realizing that that's not the truth. And now she's like, I want to be beautiful. I want to get my nails done. I want to have a certain hairstyle and wear pretty clothes. And, and so that's where she's at right now. And in fact, one of the things I did is when I was, you know, one day she was like, Hey, can you do a little prophetic journaling for me? And this was two years ago. And I started, I just said, Lord, what do you want to say? And he said very specifically about my mama. He said, my mom serves everyone. She gives and serves and she's wonderful. And he said, you have created a lot of masterpieces. She's also an artist. You've created a lot of masterpieces. But he said, now you are about to be the masterpiece. He said, you're, you're the canvas and I'm about to paint you your outward beauty. That's what he said. It was two years ago. And she wasn't ready to fully receive that. She's receiving it now, you know. So that's what I would say. Mm, so beautiful. Such a sweet story of just how he's redeeming the beauty that he gave her and he created her with. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. All right. Well, if people want to connect with you, Carrie, where can they find you? So my website is carrielayman.com and that has the vision building and of course, you know, any contact information. And then also my natural skincare brand is savvybohem.com. Okay. Perfect. All right. One last question. What's next for you in 2021? You've got all these businesses. <laughs> What's the plan for 2021? Yeah. Well, this preeminent beauty thing has really taken me by storm and by surprise. I did not expect something this wonderful to come together. And it fits in nicely with the, with the other brands that are being built right now to the two other things that I've got going on. And so I see continuing to combine both my brand Savvy and the Made to Become through this preeminent beauty, this idea, because, you know, just knowing that you can take this skincare and it it helped me too, because I'm like, for real, I'm like, I do love natural skincare. I really do. But what I really love is showing them the kingdom. (laughs) 
you know, and it's, it's like this gets to combine both, you know, I know that that's a movement that I'm building right now. So we just finished our first challenge and I'm going to run the challenge again in the next week. And I'll continue to run that every two weeks just to build this momentum of getting people in there. And what we're doing is they have access to the skincare products and they also have access to the vision building and, and I'm coaching and walking people through that. So when they find what they were made to become, you know, this great vision that they, ha they have for their lives, they get to step into this. And that's where the preeminent beauty, those are the kings. Those are the kings. Not everyone's a king. The kings are the ones that say yes to God. And they are the ones when Jesus talked about the managers, you know, and he's like, this one's going to be manager of 15 cities. This one's got five and this one's got 10 because they managed. Those are the kings. And so I'm like, I'm raising kings. I'm raising kings and queens. That's the big thing. So good. Oh, so, so much goodness in a short session here. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I like to say a blessing over my guests before they leave. And actually what I've been doing recently, because I'm currently taking a 12 week prophetic heart healing mentorship. And so we, before we get into session with people for prophetic heart healing, we ask the Lord, you know, what do you love about this person? How do you see them? What do you have to say to them? And, you know, or their destiny or their purpose or anything like that. And so I'd love to share what the Lord gave me before we hopped on, because it's so confirming uh, with what you've been sharing too. It's like, I just heard him say, you're leading a movement yeah. that you're an encouraging voice for the kingdom. Radiant beauty was another thing I heard and gentle spirit, mm -hmm. um, beacon of light. And just this model of faith that you have for your business and stepping out into taking risks. I heard that from him. Maybe he gave me a little bit of strategy. I just saw like print material, like postcards and mailers for mm -hmm. you. And then I saw red poppies. And so God's been showing me flowers for people. I just did a quick little search before we hopped on and the common poppy flourishes at the end of the Holy Land's very brief springtime bloom. And so they connected that in turn, leading us to the last word. And the verse was Revelation 21.3. No, really? <laughs> and it says, see God's divine presence is with mankind and he will live with them and they will be his people and he himself, God with them, will be their God. Yeah. So um, yes. I just thought that was yes. so confirming of what you shared from Revelation 21. I was like, no way. But just that, that can be a reminder that the Lord has come, the Lord saves, and he is God with us forever. So mm. bless oh, you with that, thank Carrie. You. Thank you for joining us today. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.